Hey, well, good morning. Welcome to Avenue Church. If you don't know me, my name is Jeremy, and along with my wife, we just have the honor of pastoring Avenue Church. And uh, if you're brand new with us today, do me a favor. I want you to text us real quick to 702-727-8280. And this is uh, our number. So I want you to text it. I'm going to see it. I would love to connect with you. Matter of fact, after the service today, we're going to do a Zoom call with my wife and I, and we would love to meet you. We would love to see your face and just quickly connect with you after this service today. For the rest of you guys, for our church, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for your generosity. And so this week, what we did together as a church is we gave out 195 masks to Sunrise Hospital as well as Southern Hills Hospital. So come on, church. That's because of your generosity. They were so thankful. What an amazing team. If you're in the medical field, we applaud you. We're praying for you and thank you for what you're doing. So church, again, thank you for your generosity. Now, normally as a pastor, I have to try to find a story that can tie in today's message. And, and every time I tell a story, it's always my prayer that it'll connect with my audience. Well, today, I think all of us can relate to being quarantined. And, uh, you know, just this last week, my wife and I, we went to a restaurant, all right? Remember those? We went to a restaurant. And in the restaurant, the chef, she made it a phenomenal meal. Uh, when we sat down on a beautiful table, handmade, probably, probably by an artist, our waiter was amazing, but he took forever. That's my only complaint. If, if I, I left a Yelp review and said the waiter was, he, he, I mean, he took every plate one at a time, one utensil at a time. As a matter of fact, the waiter's name was Levi, all right? We had an in-home restaurant experience. And, uh, and the reason why we did that is because we're stuck. We're stuck. And so today, the title of my message is Quarantine living, quarantine living, how to do life when you are stuck. Sometimes I say, when you feel stuck, we're stuck. When you feel stuck today. And I just want you to know this, in this new season of quarantine living, and it's been over 30 days, uh, you know, we're in our homes. It has become a new routine. See, you you make a new routine when, but within 21 to 30 Day. So I want you to write this down if you're taking notes today, that quarantine living is only temporary as long as we don't make it permanent. There's lots of new routines that we're in right now, perhaps never leaving the house, perhaps changing out of our morning pajamas into our nighttime pajamas, you know, or Sunday morning is a completely different routine. Here's my encouragement for you today. It's not always could it be like this, that we're going to go back to our, our way of living. But here's my prayer, that although we'll go back, it'll never be the same, but my prayer is it'll be different. So let's use this time now to make some permanent changes that are healthy and long-lasting as a family. Now, hear me, friends. I told you a great story of how we had in-house family time dinner at our house, but just uh, this week, I lost my temper. I was cooking, I was doing church things, and it just dug in a lot, and I lost 
my temper. Now, the way I lose my temper is I bottle it up and I walked out into my garage and I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but I found the broomstick. It was just right there because Jesus brought me that broomstick for my time of need. There was an empty box and I went to town on it. All right. I'm ministered to that box. That box looked like a pack of wolves ate it. All right. And I got my anger out. I lost my temper. And I think that's a real life illustration for many of us today. Now, I want you to understand this, that when we're in close proximity, it can create hostility or intimacy. But here's the thing we choose. We choose the kind of environment that we're going to have. I wrote this down for us today. Closeness reveals our weakness. That when you get close, maybe you met somebody and, you know, there's a, an athlete or a celebrity and you, you hold them so high in, in your mind. But when you finally meet them, you're let down. Why? Because closeness reveals our weakness, our flaws and our hangups. You know, I've been married now for 13 years. And uh, when my wife and I, when we got married, before we got married, we both had queen size beds. She had a queen size bed at her house, I had a queen size bed in my house. Well, when we got married, we went on a honeymoon. And so we took a quick trip uh, to San Diego and every hotel we stayed in had a king size bed. Come on, ain't God good, right? We had a king size bed. Well, when we got back, we moved into our first rental home together. We had a queen size bed together and we were close proximity. It was uncomfortable. None of us were used to it. And matter of fact, I think one of the first mornings I woke up to punching my wife because she was so close. It was unintentional. But when I woke up, I punched her. And when I punched her, I realized what I did. I went, oh no. And I fake sleep. Come on guys, help me out here. All right. I was terrified. And so I punched her. I began to fake sleep and she went, oh, ow. She looked at me and said, oh, he's sleeping. What happened? Well, I forgot that I never told her. And so one night we had dinner with friends and we're talking about how close proximity, I mean, it could be violent or the way we sleep. And I said, yeah, one morning I punched my wife and then I pretended to sleep. But she looked at me and said, you did. What? I forgot I told her. Here's the thing about close proximity, that the closeness reveals our weakness, that oftentimes we can get hurt. Now, the past 30 days, we've been talking about faith over fear, but there's more emotions than just fear. And so what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about anger is an emotion that we all feeling. So we either choose anger or we choose action. We either choose anger or we choose action that we have a choice to make today. James chapter one, verse uh, 19 through 21 says this, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone, you know the original word here in the Greek? Everyone, every single person should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. I think that's easier said than done because the human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of it. Get rid of all moral filth and evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you which can save us. And so this is what I want us to do today. I want us to choose action over anger. What does that mean, Pastor? Take a minute to cool down. Take a minute to leave the room. Take a minute to learn that you are human. I'm here to tell you it's 
okay. Anger is not a sin, but it's what you do with that anger that can lead to sin. You know, there is danger in our anger. I'm here to tell you, this is going to happen, but we have a choice to make. There is danger in our anger. Now, I know you see me as Pastor Jeremy, and I'm pure and holy, giving God all the glory and every single thing that I do. But when I was a child, I had to go to anger management. And I had a counselor when I was young. There was a lot going on in my life. My parents divorced. I didn't know how to handle this crisis. And so the counselor told me, I, when you get angry, I need you to leave the room and you count down from 10 to one. I said, okay, sounds good. Well, I remember the first night I got upset with my mom and uh, this little guy and I turned to my mom and I said, mom, I'm angry. You need to leave the room and you need to count down from 10 to one. And she got really upset with me. But here's what I was trying to do. I was trying to control the situation. I hear friends, we don't have much control over everything during this pandemic, but we can choose how we respond to it. How am I going to respond to the emotions that are inside of me? That I want you to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. See, we can either choose a hostile environment or we could choose an intimate environment. That we could choose hostility or we could choose intimacy. See, here's what intimacy is. Intimacy is defined as close familiarity or friendship. That's the kind of homes I want us to have today in a closeness. That wants to use this time to get close to our families, but also to get close to Jesus. How do I cultivate an intimate environment in my home instead of a hostile one? I wrote down some examples for us today. How to, do, how to cultivate an intimate environment is number one, do spiritual things together. That's a challenge for you today. Maybe you're saying, Pastor, I've never, I didn't grow up in a home that did spiritual things. I didn't grow up reading my word. Well, I'm here to tell you today, it's a great day to start a brand new habit. Do spiritual things together as a family or as a household. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 says, Be very careful then how you live. And so let's use this time to be able to examine how we're living. Not unwise, but as wise making the most of every opportunity. Let's use this time to create moments with our family because the days are evil. Therefore, don't be foolish, but understand what God's will is. Don't get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit speaking to one another. I love this in psalms, in hymns. Now, your pastor's deaf, but I love to sing. Come on. From songs from the Spirit. And sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God, the Father for everything in the name of Jesus. So guys, I want you to do spiritual things together, but I want you to worship together as a family. Now, if you're, if you're not a musical family, there's Spotify, there's YouTube worship, there's iTunes, there's this worship experience right now that when this live is over, when this live broadcast is over, you could rebroadcast it. Use this time to do church together as a family in the home and begin to worship together as a family. Make online church a part of your new routine. And here's the last one I put down is pray together. Pray together. Get together in a circle as a family. And it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be intense. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, just theologically correct. I want you to just pray. 
begin to talk to, 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 to God together as a family. God, I'm scared. God, I'm, I, I trust you. God, I, and begin to have a conversation with God together as a family. So real quick, we're going to hop to the kitchen and Pastor Lindsay's got some tips and tricks for us for the quarantine life. Let's be real. Living in quarantine can get pretty old pretty quick. And we want to give you some tips and tricks throughout this series to survive this type of living. And so Pastor Jeremy today is talking about what it means to be frustrated and angry and what are our triggers. See, I'm an 80s, 90s kid and I remember growing up with TGIF. I remember one of my favorite shows had to do with a young man named Steve Urkel and his neighbors, the Winslows. If you remember Mr. Winslow, he got pretty ticked pretty quick. And there's one particular episode that always stands out in my mind. And that's when he had to go to anger management because Steve Urkel had got him to his breaking point. And his counselor told him to take a deep breath and recite this. Three, two, one, one, two, three. What in the world is bothering me? Do you guys remember that episode? Do you know that counselors actually say taking deep breaths, inhaling and exhaling is an extremely beneficial thing for when you're angry or you're frustrated. The second thing that they tell you to do is change your environment. Now, some of you are probably laughing because it's hard to change your environment when you're in a lockdown position, right? Well, guess what? Nothing's stopping us from taking a walk. So if you find yourself so triggered, so angry, so frustrated, walk right out your front door. Make sure your family's good and safe, but you walk out that front door, take a walk, exercising, get that energy out, get that frustration out, that tension by, by changing your environment and going outside. But also, I wanna give you a tip and a trick to changing your environment inside your home. I know we've been in the same environment for over 30 days, but do you know that you can change your environment simply by sight, by smell, and by, by music, by hearing? I encourage you, dim the lights, light some candles, turn on some music, not music that gets your heart pumping and your anxiety going. But for me personally, I love Spanish guitar. I love um, having an evening to myself where you got the bubble bath, you dim the lights, you got the candles, you got the music. It creates another environment within my current environment that really helps cool me down. And so what is it for you? Is it moving a meal out to your patio, making the lighting great, the music, the smells? Change your environment, get creative. Lockdown doesn't have to get a handle on us. We can get a handle on lockdown with these tips and tricks. Man, thank you, Pastor Lindsay. What a great segment. Now, I, my heart really goes out to those that are feeling extremely isolated. That technology and church online, it's a great tool and it's a wonderful resource. Thank you so much to our team and our entire A team for making the change. But I want you to know it's just, it's not a replacement for in-person community. So I wrote this down. Number two is that isolation could frustrate us or it can improve us. It can frustrate us or it can improve us. That I know isolation can be a good thing, but when it when it's forced, it feels like a prison. That Jesus often, he isolated or withdrew from the crowd so he can get refreshed, so he can hear from the Father. But Genesis chapter two, it says this. It says, it is not good for man or woman to be alone. Friends, we were created for community. And so I wrote down some quarantine ideas for us uh, to FaceTime a friend if you're living alone or there's no one in your in your house. FaceTime somebody. Join or lead a Zoom group through Avenue Church. Someone this week just started a new Zoom group. Like my wife said, go, go six feet hiking with a friend. Go outside or serve digitally at Avenue 
church. I'm excited to say we're preparing for growth track totally online during this season. Now, I want us to embrace the season of isolation. See, isolation can either frustrate us or it can improve us. And frustration is often a mask. It's a mask that hides the real reason behind why we're feeling this way. And so during the season, can we ask the Lord to reveal our heart? And so here's the question I want to ask you today is why am I frustrated? Why am I angry? What's causing this on the inside of me? And begin to ask God to reveal the source of our frustration, the source of our anger. Because here's what my prayer is, that during the season that isolation could frustrate us or it can reveal what's inside of us. God, will you reveal my heart? See, our vision at Avenue Church is to know God, to find freedom, discover purpose, and to make a difference. When we begin to know God, I don't want you to know church or religion. I want you to know God. When we begin to know God, then he begins to reveal what's inside of us that's keeping us from finding freedom. You know what the, the definition of frustrate is? It's this, to prevent from progressing or succeeding or being fulfilled. I love that. It's to prevent someone from doing something or achieving something. I'm here to tell you, friends, don't allow frustration to be the lid to finding freedom. I want us to ask God today, God, will you reveal what's inside my heart? You know, my, my wife and I, we purchased this home before we lost the church. And in our backyard, it was totally bare. And so me and a friend, we went into our backyard and we, we excavated it. My wife and I went to Star Nursery. We bought plants. And my wife was like, this plant and that plant. I mean, it was like, everybody gets a plant. And so we brought all these plants back to our house. And I'm from North Dakota, all right? And when you dig in the soil in North Dakota, it's like butter, all right? You just pull in, you just put the shovel in, one scoop, put a tree in, you're done. But how I many know it's not that way? in Nevada. And so I took a shovel and I went, tink, it's literally concrete. It's cement, the soil that we have around here. I was so frustrated. I was angry. I wanted to quit. We got this tool to, to be able to drill ginormous holes for a plant this small in my backyard. There's rocks, there's boulders. I was like, let's get some dynamite. But I began to realize that as we, we created holes for plants, we had to pull out rocks. We had to pull out little size boulders to replace it with soil, with good soil. You know, during the season of isolation or close proximity, I want you to be able to ask God, God, reveal the hard stuff in my life. Take out the rocks and place in great soil. Create in me a pure heart. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. I love what Psalms 139 says. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me. Put me to the test. Sift through all my anxious cares. See if there's any path of pain that I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways. The path that brings me back to you. Here's my prayer today. My third point as we close is number three, is that this quarantine will not consume me, but it'll allow God to examine me. You know, we're not going to go back to the way it used to be, 
But here's my prayer. My prayer is that it's going to be better. That we come out of this better. We come out of this closer together as a family. Closer to Jesus. And to begin to find freedom in every area. But here's my prayer during the season. My prayer is that through the close proximity, through the hostility, through the frustration, that God will begin to do a work inside of us. I know he's doing a work inside of me. I'm praying that God's going to do a work inside of you. That we may not be the same, but we're going to be better. And so if you're watching for the very first time, I would love to pray with you today. So wherever you're at, will you bow your heads and will you close your eyes? Father, in Jesus' name, God, I thank you. I thank you that during this season of close proximity, of isolation, that God, you begin to reveal our hearts. That God, you begin to do a work inside every single person. That Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus for those that are feeling full of worry or anxiety, or maybe you feel guilty for losing your temper. You feel guilty for the frustration. That God, I pray you begin to bring them peace right now into their home, into their life, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I thank you that you're a God of grace and you're a God of mercy. You're a loving Father who says, hey, this is an area in your life. Let me take it, let me heal it, and let me replace it with love and grace and mercy. Maybe you're watching for the very first time today and you're saying, you know what, I don't have a relationship with Jesus. And you know, Pastor, I don't really know you, I don't really know God, but I'm ready to take a step. Man, I would be so honored to pray with you today. And so matter of fact, where if you're watching with somebody or somebody sitting with you, I want everybody all across all of our platforms to pray this prayer out loud with me. So go ahead, bow your heads and close your eyes. Let's pray this, say, dear Jesus, say, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. Thank you for paying for what I did. So today, I receive your forgiveness. Forgive me of my sins and be Lord of my life. Be number one with all my heart. The best way I know how, I'm going to live for you. Say, I now know who I am. I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. Come on, everybody. Give God a shout today. Get the clap emoji in those comments right now. Type in amen because someone took a very important step today. And seriously, if you took that step, I would love to celebrate with you. I would love to know if you took a step today. Text me personally at 702-727-8280. I would love to respond with you. I would love to text you and help you to give you some tools and resources in your new relationship with Jesus Christ. So church, I love you and I'm going to see you again.